Hello, everybody, and welcome to the number one generative AI podcast in the world. Maybe someday. <laughs> yes. Uh, so today we have a extremely special guest uh, joining us. Uh, we have Audrey, who is a developer advocate um, from Pineco. Audrey, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm Audrey Lorberfeld. As you said, yes, a developer advocate at Pinecone. Um, I used to be a search engine engineer, search engineer, uh, and yeah, just moved to the Bay Area. It's lovely here. I don't know. Where are you from originally? Uh, I'm from a little bit outside New York. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. Like New York City or like are you like I'm from Westchester and don't judge me when you're that because, yeah. From Westchester, went to school in Oregon, though. Okay, very cool. Yeah, well, welcome. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the Bay Area so far. I am, except for the, what was it called? The What's the big rain? Uh, the fog, the Carl? No, not the Carl. <laughs> the the, the torrential downpour, um, it's called something. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear that. That must be a different character. Monson, anyway, yeah. A horrible situation. Yeah. Pretty much rain. I like the sun. Okay. Anyways, so uh, can you tell us a little bit about, like, what is Pinecone? Sure. So it's a vector database. Uh, we're fully managed. And we just released uh, a serverless architecture. So basically, users don't have to do anything. They kind of just spin up an index. They put some vectors in it. And then everything is managed by Pinecone. So all the load balancing, the sharding, all the things, all the infrastructure woes are taken care of. And at a higher level, a vector database it's just like any other database, except that it's optimized for vectors. So vectors are just AI representations of data. They're essentially just arrays of floats that represent the context behind things like images or text. And unlike traditional databases that are schema, or <laughs> I was going to say are schemaed, uh, have schemas, uh, vector databases, all the vectors hang out in this amorphous n-dimensional vector space. Uh, so it's a little weird to wrap your head around if you come from the traditional database world. You can't do joins or aggregations like that. Uh, it's it's based on semantic similarity. Okay. And uh, you said this is fully managed. So how does that uh, get exposed to the developer of an application? Yes, we have, we have SDKs and we have an API. So we have, um, what is it, a Python and a node SDK, and then we have our, our low-level API. Anybody can interact with any of those things however they want to. Um, and yeah, you, you can choose the serverless, which is our newest offering, or you can choose the pods-based, which, and the pods-based gives you more control if you wanted to do horizontal or vertical scaling yourself. Uh, we're discouraging that because it's a headache for the user, but, um, you know. Maybe that makes sense for enterprise clients who want to customize everything. Yes, although at scale, the pods, uh, they, they can get a little hairy. So the, the serverless is nice because the read and the write paths are separate. So there's no throttling when traffic gets high. And then there's less uh, discrepancy and, and latency between when you upsert ve vectors and when you're able to query those vectors. Uh, I, I think serverless is... I'm a big fan of serverless. Uh, I use that a lot in uh, startups. Yeah, it makes the like a lot easier. You don't have to worry about like all the scaling and yeah, all that. Um, so anyways, uh, today uh, in the event, you're going to be giving a uh, presentation about a new product offered by, at least I think it's new, uh, product offered by a Pinecone called Canopy. Can you tell us maybe a little bit about that? 
Uh, yeah, so Canopy is an open source rag framework uh, from Pinecone. I don't know if that counts as a product or not, but it's totally free to use. Um, and anybody can contribute to it. Um, and you can extend it in any way you want. Obviously, it's made by Pinecone, but you can plug any vector database into it. Uh, and essentially, it helps you get from zero to one extremely quickly when building RAG applications, which are applications that use retrieval augmented generation, which is basically when you feed search results from a vector database to an LLM like ChatGPT uh, to give it access to knowledge that it didn't have otherwise. And it's it's pretty good. It's it's uh it's written in Python. Uh, it now we just uh, opened or we just merged integrations with not only OpenAI. That was our first integration, but Azure OpenAI, Cohere, and AnyScale models. Um, and oh, and we also just publicized a Docker image. So now you can just put the Docker image into something like GCP and uh, get to production. Three clicks. Wow. Uh, Don't blow me up. Right, right, right. Very quick. So you mentioned that it's only working right now with like certain LLMs, but is the idea that in the future it'll expand to like different ones? Like what about um, something like uh, like Llama 2 or um, something like that if I want to uh, use uh, Canopy with it? Is that like a thing that will be added in the future or um, maybe like uh, it will be, I don't know, you're, you're talking about one of the open source. Models. Yeah, like one of the open maybe source you can models. run locally. Uh, I'll try to like, put the thoughts together. Yeah. 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 So right now you can't. We, there's not local model support, but okay. any open source model that's hosted on any scale or cohere or any, okay. anything, okay. you can you can plug in it. Um, it's not just like certain LLMs or certain embedding models. It's just anything that's open source hosted by cohere, any scale, or deployed on Azure, OpenAI, or hosted or whatever by OpenAI. Um, and local is definitely coming because a lot of people want that for more secure data, have everything on-prem. Um, and yeah, TBD, that's that's in the 2024 pipeline. So uh, you mentioned a similarity search also. Um, and I think uh, we were playing around with uh, Pinecone maybe early last year at a hackathon. And uh, we had to use a separate similarity search uh, engine on top of a vector database. I think we'd use like phase. Yeah. Uh, Facebook uh, yeah. in the X similarity search something. Yeah. Did we find it? Uh, well, we actually didn't find it. Out. It was at the data for Roman DB we tried. Yeah, Chroma definitely runs face. Um, so, well, what was your question about? So, uh, <laughs> d does uh, Pinecone and or Canopy come with uh, the similarity search engine too to query results from the vector database? Yeah, so everything's totally built in, purpose built into Pinecone, and then Pinecone is what powers Canopy, so yeah. inherently it's it's in there. Um, but unlike Face or things, what is it called, um, NSW Lib or, or whatever that other open source library is, uh, we don't use the algorithm HNSW, which is uh, hierarchical navigable small worlds. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why you don't do that, which I can get into if you want. But uh, essentially, we have a research team that created their own uh, bespoke algorithm optimized for vector representations. And uh, that's what we use under the hood. And there's a couple different algorithms powering the pods-based indexes. And now there's an entirely new algorithm powering the serverless indexes. Um, and yeah, there's a there's a whole blog post I wrote about essentially why not HNSW up on our on our blog at pinecone.io uh, that you can read about on my, my gripes about the algorithm. <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, um, that sounds so. good. Uh, also, I was curious, uh, if I'm a developer and I want to, you know, build Rad in my application, um, like, and uh, maybe I'm like trying to think about like the use cases for this. Uh, can you maybe talk about some of the use cases for uh, Canopy in particular or just Pine Chart? Sure. Yeah. Well, so RAG, whether you do RAG with Canopy or not, um, I think the use cases, I mean, it's just essentially anything that you would want personalized or you would want essentially to incorporate some proprietary data into would be a RAG use case. Um, so like you have some LLM, so some large language model, and you want to ask it things like, let's say I'm asking ChatGPT about my run this morning, like how well did I do? And of course, ChatGPT was not trained on like my private Strava run data. I mean, if it was, that'd be very upsetting. <laughs> but so, oh, uh, something if I wanted to build a reg application, I could put all of my Strava data into my Pinecone vector database and then essentially augment the question I ask the LLM, ChatGPT in this case, uh, with that Strava private data. And then the LLM could take that into account when it's answering my question. Um, so this in turn allows the LLM to have access to information. Obviously, it otherwise would never have known. But also it allows things like having your chatbot or LLM, whatever you want to call it, um, has capabilities around long-term memory and like stateful conversations. So it can remember things. It can store everything that you had talked about it over the past couple of weeks in the Vector database. It could cache that. It's, uh, yeah, anything personalization, I'm not sure. Okay. Very cool. Um, so that's all the questions I had uh, for now. Shajan, did you have any other questions? Yeah. We're running. Um, maybe one last question. Okay. Um, a hypothetical use case. Um, I want to build a RAG application. Um, so what I need is a custom data set, um, a vector database, um, something to search. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, let's say the UI is uh, taken care of. Um, how uh, how do you guys handle like the chunking part? Because there's a lot of uh, uh, fine tuning that goes into like experimentation that goes into figuring out the the chunks of text that are embedded into the vector database. And we found that uh, the size of those chunks, the overlap, um, all of that uh, makes a big difference in how this application performs. Good question. Yeah, I mean, okay, so TLDR chunking sucks mm -hmm. and really hard and confusing. Uh, takeaway is that Canopy does that all for you. So some, so like essentially the value out of Canopy is that it does all of the chunking and basically hyperparameter tuning. Well, I wouldn't say tuning, hyperparameter choosing, uh, for you. It, it doesn't do like any type of grid search, like, oh, do this chunk size, this chunk size and see which one gives me better recall. Hopefully that will be how it works in the future. That would be amazing. Um, but right now, essentially with Canopy, you have a CLI that you can use during development uh, where essentially you can change your configuration YAML file uh, to do different chunk sizes, different token overlaps, different embedding models, whatever. And then you can chat with your data and basically see the differences that your RAG application has downstream based on your configurations. And so that's how Canopy does that. In Pinecode natively, it doesn't do any of that. So Pinecone's like just the database. It doesn't care what your vectors are. Um, they could be entire documents. They could be chunks. It's totally agnostic. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're building RAG, you don't want to put whole, whole entire uh, documents in there. You want to have a smarter chunking strategy. Okay. Um, 
And the last question was, um, let's say you have a small business, um, maybe a couple dozen documents, uh, 50 to 100, and uh, I, I want to build a RAG application. How much would it cost, uh, both the upfront cost and uh, the recurring maintenance, um, if there is something? Hmm. Okay, so with serverless, everything is brand new. The cost, and I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Okay. I'm not a salesperson, but I do know. Uh, so Kindphone's free at up to 100,000 vectors, hmm. um, which is about, I think, 15 million tokens or like 30,000 pages of text. Oh, that's a lot. So that's a lot of stuff. Funny, yeah. Yeah, like I think most people that we see, like quote unquote clients, uh, who end up paying for Pinecone, they they spend like at least a year just POCing on the free tier and just like figuring out what they want. And then, you know, if there's, there's their developer embedded within like, I don't know, Notion or some gigantic customer, um, then they would scale up like once they have their configuration all done, then they would load up like all their gajillions of vectors. And, and that's when you start needing some spend behind it just to scale. Um, but to get started, it's like you have a pretty big window until you hit the the paid stuff. Oh, and then my boss will get mad at me if I don't say this. With serverless, uh, it's only available on the paid plan. But if you upgrade to the paid plan, you get $100 free. And it's super cheap. I think it's like, oh gosh, I'm not going to say numbers because now I'm going to get in trouble. But super cheap. So $100 will get you a long way. Uh, that sounds like a good good deal. Yeah, it does sound like a good deal. All right. Yeah. So, um, is there any uh, things that you want to to plug uh, in this podcast? Any like uh, things you want to mention that we didn't ask you? Just anything or yours? Uh, I mean, besides serverless, which we're really proud of. Um, yeah, just go go to GitHub, go to Canopy. I I would encourage everybody to play with it and stress test it, and then log issues and feature requests because it's it's totally open source. It's a work in progress. There's a whole team dedicated to building it. So. It's not like if you if you put something on GitHub, nobody will see it. It's it's fully pinecone uh, babysat. I, I'm not going to say uh, driven because it's community driven, but people at pinecone do see it, and and we do work on it actively. Awesome, yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot for being here. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much, and uh, yeah, we'll try to put all the links in the show notes so, so people can find it. And, um, so yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah.